All right, Adam, it's time to discuss our next round of candidates for a spot in our current three-room apartment. Dang it, bro. What is this, number seven? It is number seven. And if I'm completely honest, I'm a little nervous after our recent controversy. Nah, we're good. We're good at this. (laughs) All right, well, let's do it anyways. Our first candidate was submitted by Chris DeVos, Corey McCord, and Tiff Franks. Wow. Jan Michael Vincent, who starred in such action fare as The Mechanic, White Line Fever, and TV's Airwolf, before a raft, <laughs> it says, before a raft of personal problems and illness sent him on a downward spiral, has died February 10th at the age of 73 of cardiac arrest at Mission Hospital's Memorial Campus in Asheville, North Carolina. Here's a little more details. Vincent had a very public battle with drug and alcohol abuse, and his career was already on the wane when he was drunk and involved in a 1996 car accident in Mission Viejo, California, that broke his neck and damaged his vocal cords. Man, I didn't know about that. 12 years later, Vincent was in another car crash, then contracted an infection that led to two sections of his right leg being amputated. He spent his final years broke and living in the South. Things were much different in the mid-1970s when Vincent was poised on the cusp of superstardom. A chiseled heartthrob with a mane of flowing hair, he capitalized on his hunky image by appearing shirtless in photos and on the big screen. And the agent who discovered him also discovered James Dean. Vincent played a variety of roles all throughout the 70s and then onto the role that perhaps he's most famous for. In the mid-80s, he was cast as Stringfellow Hawk, pilot of a high-tech CIA-created Bell 222 helicopter and the brother of a missing Vietnam vet on Airwolf, created by TV action maestro Donald P. Belisario. The series, which also starred Ernest Borgnine, who I don't remember, aired from 84 to 86. You remember Ernest Borgnine? You would if you saw him. Not in Airwolf, I don't. (laughs) Oh, okay. I I don't know him. No, I definitely know who Ernest Borgnine is, but not from Airwolf. So it aired from 84 to 86, and Vincent at the time was among the highest paid actors on television. Adam, does the pilot of Airwolf belong in a three-room apartment? Okay, so I'm doing some cursory here. 84 acting credits. 84. With some titles being The Bonanza. All right, Lassie. Um, He was in the TV series of Gunsmoke. I think everybody was in Gunsmoke. That's fair. Um... Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's been acting since the early 60s, or the late 60s. I mean, with Lassie, which is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think th- this, is a, this is one of those guys who, who died old, so a lot of his achievements weren't really, like, aren't really current to the things that we know right now. Right. Um, and Airwolf has a, terrible reva- uh, has a terrible rating, but I think it's kind of one of those cult classic things. Airwolf is definitely so, a cult classic. I mean, he's 55 episodes of Airwolf. <laughs> he's the lead, the lead. You know, I don't know. I mean, this is one of those things where, like, he's one of the people that I don't know that well, but he has a massively storied career in acting. So I feel like that if we ask a different demographic, they may have a completely different, you know, perspective on the apartment, like, yes or no, right off the bat. Okay. So what's your verdict? 
Um, my inkling is, I mean, I, I would let him in. I would let him in. I feel like he's got a lot here. And he had a go at life. So, <laughs> I mean, he's a little reprieve in the afterlife. All right. Well, I agree. And I think our group would, would implode if we didn't admit him. <laughs> <laughs> he was nominated by three different people. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, he is a handsome fellow. Was. All right, then, Adam. I think we have a consensus. So Jan Michael Vincent will round out our sixth apartment as he joins the very controversial Catherine Helmond and the inventor of the handheld calculator, Jerry Merriman. Actually, I bet all three of those people would have a lot in common. Catherine and Vincent would have a lot in common because of like their time period. And then the calculator guy would have watched them as he was growing up. That completes our sixth apartment. Let's see if we can kick off our seventh apartment. And Chris DeVos nominates our next candidate. Are you ready for this one, Adam? I can't wait because, geez. <laughs> Nathaniel Taylor. Do you recognize that name? Nope. Nathaniel Taylor, the actor best known as Rollo Lawson, the street smart best friend of the son on the 1970s sitcom Samford and Son, has died February 27th at the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles after a heart attack. The elder Taylor was 80. Adam, <laughs> thoughts on Nathaniel Taylor? <laughs> Jeez, we're really getting that like part of the uh, <laughs> that that TV period. Nathaniel Taylor? Yes. Okay. Would you like me to share my opinion first? I'm, I, I think I'm thinking of the wrong son. No, he was the best friend of the son. Oh, the best friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give him my opinion. Okay. So, obviously, I've heard of Sanford and Son. Yeah. And its legendary star, Red Fox. Yeah. And, of course, the son was also a notable cast member. It's Sanford and Son. Right, right. But I don't even remember that guy's name, <laughs> like the character or the actor that played him. So, I'm certainly not going to approve the actor that portrayed the son's best friend. Especially if that's the role he's best known for, is the best friend of the son on Sanford and Son. Yeah, like so. I'll give yeah. you a couple minutes to make whatever case you want. I'm telling you right now, if you disagree with me, this is going to a poll because there's no way you're swaying my opinion. No, because okay, so I, I wanted to make sure it wasn't the son, which I agree. With you. He was like, well, I don't really know the son's name, which is Demon Wilson or Demond. Um, Listen, Red Fox gets in in a heartbeat. I would not even approve the sun on Sanford and Son. I'm telling you right now. I would approve the sun. I would put that to a poll. But 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 the best friend. See, the thing is, like, I have a connection with that show because when I was a kid, I used to watch that on syndication when I was sick from school, and I used to love that show. Okay, so like, do you know? Way, do you even you know, do you even remember the character that we're talking about? No. Okay. And there's my reason. That's and what that's I'm the role. Like, that's the role he's best known for. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was the sun, for sure. But if you look at it, I, I'm looking here. Red Fox and the sun were in 135 episodes, right? All of them. That's correct. So, this guy was only in 32 episodes. So, not... <laughs> <laughs> right. So, barely a quarter. So, like... And, and, and he's not known for much more than that. So... Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, well, so, just, j just so... In, in case everyone has a, anyone else has a problem with what we're doing... He only has 18 total acting credits that I could dig up. And his resume highlights include 32 episodes episodes of Sanford and Son, like you just said, two episodes of What's Happening, and one episode of 227. 
And then he finishes his career with two episodes of the Red Fox show. So that is not a deep resume. No. No, not at all. All right. And, and there are no other notable contributions outside of his acting. That's correct. All right. Well, I know you would agree with me. I'm sorry that he's passed. That's very sad. <laughs> but we're not voting him into an apartment. The standards, I, you know, just me personally, I think our standards have to be much, much higher. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I, but I think we have misinformation on Mona. <laughs> I, no, there's no that that's well documented now with its, own, with its own episode of the show. So, if anyone want, disagrees and wants to take a stand on Nathaniel Taylor, then go for it. But we're going to move on. All right, Dave Champa, Tiff, and Chris DeVos all nominated our next candidate, Adam. Okay, and this is kind of a fun fact. Dave actually beat Tiff by four minutes to be the first person wow. to report on it. Wow, actor Luke Perry. Known for roles in Beverly, Hill, Beverly Hills 90210 and Riverdale, died last month after suffering a massive stroke on Wednesday. He was 52, which, by the way, is eight years older than me. Well, I mean, is it a whole eight years? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. In, <laughs> in 1990, Perry became a household name for playing the brooding loner Dylan McKay on the smash hit teen drama Beverly Hills 90210 on Fox. The show became a phenomenon, catapulting Perry to full-blown teen idol status. He appeared on a racy Vanity Fair cover in July of 1992. Perry had two runs on 90210, one from 1990 to 1995, and another from 1998 to the show's end in 2000 during which time his character struggled with alcohol abuse and drug addiction and went through a series of tumultuous relationships with several other main characters, including Brenda, who was played by Shannon Daugherty, and Kelly, played by Jenny Garth. Coincidentally, and unfortunately, Perry was hospitalized the same day Fox announced a six-episode revival of the show, featuring returning cast members Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, Ian Ziering, Gabriel Carteris, Brian Austin Green, what, what, they could just say the whole cast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. The whole cast was back. That's everybody but Shannon Daugherty. Perry had not been announced to return. More recently, Perry made a successful return to the TV drama genre with a regular role on the CW show Riverdale. Perry will appear posthumously in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam, what's the verdict on Luke Perry? Uh, I'm in for Luke Perry. I think that he, um, it's an easier call for me since I'm more familiar with him. Right. But 90210 was 10 years. Yeah. It was 10 seasons of that stuff. I mean, or 10 years, 200 episodes for him alone. Right. Well, you know, go ahead. I agree with you. And actually, if you dig into his resume, he's got, he's got a fairly extensive resume of acting. Yes. Yes. I think Luke Perry's a no-brainer, so it looks like we agree. Yeah, totally in. All right, well, then he will be the first to occupy a room in our seventh three-room apartment. Darn it. Adam, there are currently six candidates in the queue, and we'll discuss three of them at our next meeting. Good Lord, man. Everybody's dying. (laughs) Right? So, for now, our work is done here. If you'd like to nominate someone for consideration or vote on an existing candidate, you can do that by joining the Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook and search Interns Choice Poll. Find us on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. You can share your thoughts via our hotline. That number is 321-465-2180. 
Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for the illustration we use for our episode art. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toph. This has been Three Room Apartment, a Gravity Beer production. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.